Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bagel Bites. My name is Robbie Nagel, and this is a podcast series where we're going to talk about the random things I want to talk about. Uh, today, I'm going to be talking sort of, kind of, about the end times or the last days. Uh, what I mean by that is uh, essentially just that. I'm sort of, kind of, going to be talking about it. Um, I know all the clickbait uh, topics for people, so I'm going to try to make most of them. <laughs> and so... Uh, uh, when I say sort of, kind of, I mean uh, there's going to be there's so many different uh, disputes and arguments and theological discussions about these terms, um, whether it's about the legitimate end of time when you know the world ends, the new heaven, new earth, uh, that type of eschatological uh, events, or if it's talking literally about the end of a time, a certain time period. Um, the 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 same word is used in both those types of discussions. Um, so for me. Uh, I'm not going to be talking fully about necessarily what I believe in or anything like that. Uh, I'm actually going to be doing a um, essentially a Bible study. Um, so this is less teaching, more just reading the Word. Um, and then I have a couple points to make about it, and uh, that'll pretty much be it. Um, the The main point is literally um, that it doesn't matter like when it is, um, because you have an assignment and a mission that you're supposed to be on. Um, and this is... Uh, I'm going to be pulling from scripture to prove that, I guess. Um, for me, um, I always hear people that say, you know, I'm just, I just hope that Jesus comes back and really fixes everything. Like, eh, the whole world's going to hell in a handbasket. Like, you hear these types of discussions and comments, especially on Facebook. Now that social media is a thing, like, you hear it all day. You can't get away from negativity. And that's ridiculous. But that's a complete side tangent. Um, the... The discussions that I've had before with people, and I've actually talked these points through with uh, a couple individuals, um, so the sample group is small, but whenever I hear that type of mindset, um, legitimately it's usually coming from a, a place or motive of, I don't want the responsibility that Jesus gave me, so I just want him to come back and do it himself. Um, and that's ridiculous, that's infantile, like, you're being a child, stop it. Um, I'm not going to sugarcoat stuff like, stuff like that, like, uh, we are on mission, um, we were tasked with discipling uh, others, uh, and going through all the world, uh, and making disciples of Jesus, like, um, you saying that you just want Jesus to come back and fix everything, uh, is relinqu relinquishing your duty and the thing that he tasked you with, um, and that's childish. Um, and it's uh, incredibly unloving and very hateful, and I'm going to get into that um, in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, so I'm actually just going to get into the text, and then we'll go from there. So I'm going to be reading from uh, 2 Timothy 3, verses 1 through probably 9-ish. So if you have a Bible, uh, you can obviously pause this, open it up, open up on your phone. If you're listening to this on your phone, uh, make it kind of more uh, time-affected. Uh, I'm going to be reading it out of a um, complete Jewish study Bible, so I'm going to be using some uh, transliterated words that they have chosen for me um, because they uh, this translation tries to keep, especially like names uh, in the uh, Hebraic pronunciation, um, but I'll restate them essentially um, if you don't immediately recognize them. But there's only one, I believe, that is in here. And you should recognize it. Um, so this is the letter to Timothy by Paul. Uh, in verse 1 it says, Moreover, understanding this in the archerate hyamen, or the last days, that's the Hebrew word, um, will come trying times. 
People will be self-loving, money-loving, proud, arrogant, insulting, disobedient parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unpleasing, slanderous, uncontrolled, brutal, hateful of good, traitorous, headstrong, swollen with conceit, uh, loving pleasure rather than God, as they retain to the outer form of religion but deny its power. Stay away from these people. For some of them worm their way, worm their way into homes and get control of weak-willed women who are heaped with sins and swayed by various impulses, who are always learning but never able to come to full knowledge of the truth, in the same way that as Jannies and Jambres oppose Moshi or Moses, uh, so also these people oppose the truth. They are uh, people with corrupted minds whose trust cannot pass the test, However, they won't get very far, because everyone will see how stupid they are, just as happened with those two. Uh, talking about Janies and Jambres. If you don't know who those are, uh, those are the magicians in Pharaoh's court. Um, if you read um, a portion of the uh, uh, Targum or Talmud, uh, one of those two, um, I believe it's the Targum, um, they're uh, talked about as the magicians in uh, Pharaoh's court, and they kind of, you know, obviously try to deceive and combat Moses. Um, but yeah, so a little bit about this uh, passage uh, that I kind of just want to draw from uh, is it's talking about the last days uh, and whether or not that's talking about, you know, today everybody wants to be, again, negative. Uh, social media is very prevalent. Um, an issue with that is uh, everybody talks about it being like worse now than it was when they were a kid or, uh, you know, there's more diseases and like all this other stuff. Um, that's not actually necessarily true statistically. Um, it's just that not everything was recorded the way it is now. Like literally we have access to people's like bathroom breaks, like legitimately like people post their food all the time. And um, we've just we have more data now than we ever have. Um, and just because it didn't happen in your circle uh, doesn't mean that it wasn't happening in the world. Um, so when people say that like it's worse now than it was before, uh, that's not necessarily true from a statistic mindset. Uh, it could be true from your personal experience, uh, simply because you used to be used to just your personal group of friends and family and all that came with that. So if you were experiencing a bunch of diseases in your family, like then the whole world would look like that. Um, but if you were, you know, doing well and everybody was healthy and like no one was getting in trouble and no one, uh, you know, was doing anything uh, in that type of way, then your view of the world was just that, your, your circle. Um, so when people say that, it's kind of ridiculous um, because we have so much access to the world now. Um, and negativity, you know, it travels so well on social media. Um, so this, this verse will hit certain people, and I know exactly the type of people. That they'll be like, yeah, everybody is, you know, lying and deceitful and unholy and un un and unappeasable and slanderous and uncontrolled and brutal. And, like, that's the end of the world. That's what happens. Like, that's what Paul's talking about. And that's not what he is. Um, he's not talking about that specifically. He's talking – he's warning Timothy because, again, this is contextual. It's to Timothy specifically. It's not to you. It's for – the Bible was written for us but not to us uh, in – uh, one of my classes and probably multiple of my classes and podcasts that I'll record in the future that I actually just finished. That's a complete side note, um, but I have to record them fully and then they'll be out to you guys. So look on, be on the lookout for that. But uh, back to this point, 
I say that a lot. The Bible is written for us. It is not written to us. It is written to the audience that it was written to, especially the majority of the New Testament being that they are letters. Uh, letters are addressed to people or person. Um, so when we talk about that, we have to talk about the context of Timothy. Paul wasn't telling Timothy something that later generations would read and be like, oh yeah, that's about us, uh, because that'd be ridiculous. Um, that's not obviously the case. He was talking to Timothy about something that was very prevalent in his time, um, people being uh, ungodly, um, and for Timothy to essentially just pay no mind to it, keep on going forward, keep on doing what his mission is, uh, because those people look stupid, as this translation says, uh, which I kind of find funny, but, um, that's kind of the, that's kind of the point of our mission, like, um, in a world where everybody's like, oh, everything's so negative, I just want Jesus to return and, uh, you know, take everything and, uh, do all that, um, that's hurtful to me, um, and one of the reasons why, uh, is because that means you don't care about people, and you don't care about souls. Uh, like, when you want Jesus to return, you want judgment, you want the day of wrath of the Lord uh, to be poured out on this planet. Um, I just want you to, like, first test yourself, because, uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm at a place in my faith and in my walk that I would willingly accept that day onto myself. Um, like, I wouldn't ask for that day, um, given like how I view myself and things like that. And obviously, like this is a walk. Uh, everybody's obviously wrestling with their identity. That's like one of the biggest things: is identity crisis, essentially. Um, in your walk and in your faith, uh, actually being a child of God and uh, claiming that authority and that power um, is one of the biggest uh, issues that most people face. Um, so for me, like, I know what goes through my head, I know the actions I take, um, and I'm never going to obviously, like, glorify myself and be like, oh, just because, like, I teach or just because I pray and worship not at church, like, and I do it in my own private time, that doesn't make me better, um, and, and the Bible says that the on our best day, all we can bring the Lord is filthy rags, but his, his mercy is the thing that overcomes that and, and allows it to be um, so much more and so much more pleasing but I'm not going to go and willingly accept the day of wrath like, or, or, or the Lord's judgment on the entirety of the earth. Um, I just don't think I'm in a place that uh, I, you know, I would want that. I wouldn't want that for myself. I wouldn't want that for my friends and family. I wouldn't, that from the, I wouldn't want that for the world. So when I hear that uh, from people, that's kind of scary because uh, that makes me feel like they are kind of religious in that way. Um, they're not fully realizing their relationship with the Lord, um, and that can be very dangerous um, because, one, it's going to make them lazy uh, to not do uh, what they're called to do, uh, and two, it's clearly that their hearts have been hardened or something to that extent um, where they just don't care about people, and that may not be their motive. Uh, you know, obviously, I can't speak for all people in the world, Um but when I hear comments like that, that's what they sound like. Um, when you ask for that type of day uh, and you ask for Jesus to come back, that just means you don't care about people. Um, like my mindset is uh, I want to save souls and I want to uh, build up the church. I want to teach. I want to equip people to do the work that they need to do um, in any way, shape, or form that I can. That's why I study the way I do is because I want to take everything that the Lord's given me and be able to pass it on to other people. And hopefully, uh, you know, prayerfully, that will instill them to do what they need to do. Uh, because not everybody uh, can have the time 
that I have had to study the Bible. Uh, the Lord's really given me, um, you know, a mind and a craving and a um, a, a time for it um, to be able to actually sit down and study for multiple hours and things like that. Um, and because not everybody obviously has that time, like the Lord's gifted them with other talents and jobs and opportunities um, that they're supposed to be in those fields um, doing the work that uh, he wants them to do. Um, everybody has to, you know, stay in their lane. So I take it very seriously studying because I want to be able to, uh, you know, kind of digest that and give you, um, you know, obviously like the, 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 the points of it, of, of what I've studied, um, instead of you having to go through the process of reading multiple books and all this other stuff, like that's kind of like where I find my personal value. So, uh, I want to stay in my own lane and obviously I want others to stay in their own lane. Um, so when I talk about like my mission in equipping people or prophesying over them and, uh, you know, really, uh, obviously prayerfully, uh, keeping them on the path that the Lord wants them to, um, after they've received and prayed and, you know, fasted and, uh, really chased after the Lord themselves, um, it's always going to be about souls. It's always going to be about the gospel. It's always going to be about Jesus saving people and, uh, you know, growing in a relationship with them. Like, that's the point that I want to teach people. Like, I want to teach them because um, not everybody knows uh, that their relationship with the Lord is so important, and not everybody uh, has the time, obviously, to study uh, in the same way. Um, so I want to teach because that will then equip them uh, in the way that they need equipped. So when we talk about the last days, um, specifically with this passage, uh, there are going to be those that list of people, uh, the uh, the slanderous, the uncontrolled, the brutal, the hateful, uh, and so on, uh, regardless. Because, again, this is talking about in Timothy's time 2,000 years ago. It's not talking about today because um, this is to Timothy. Now, it may be talking about today because, obviously, those things have existed throughout all time forever. Um, and if that's a shock to you, I, uh, I don't know, read some history books. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to make that point uh, better for you. Um, but people are always going to come against you in that way. Um in the same way that uh, Janus and John Beers came against Moses. Um, but instead of like uh, being corralled by them and instead of being set off track by them um, and, you know, confused and, or even discouraged um, by what you're, by the negativity that you're seeing in the world, like you have to be so focused on your mission at hand uh, to disciple people, uh, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, like, and then to do greater than Jesus did. Um, that's our mission. That's our focus. Um, so yeah, what, that's the, that's the sort of kind of way that I talk about the last days. Um, it doesn't matter when they are. It doesn't matter if we're in them. It doesn't matter if they've already happened in a historical sense. Uh, it doesn't matter if there's multiple different time frames. Uh, it doesn't matter if the tribulation's coming now in a billion years, in one day, in, you know, in an hour, like whatever, uh, that doesn't matter. That's, those are fun theological, dis, uh, disputes and books to read. And like, uh, for me, they're enjoyable to read because I find that interesting. Um, but really when it comes down to it, uh, you're on mission, you have to stay on mission. Um, you have to be focused on that, uh, because whatever in the world is not of God, um, it's just gonna, you know, fade away. It's not going to have any control. It's not gonna have any power because it never did. Um, it has power when you give it power because you have power. Um, 
and that's kind of the the biggest point that I kind of want to uh, bring out of this is that uh, we have the authority that we have uh, because Jesus died and gave it to us. Um, so when we stay on mission, uh, those things will change because we are literal. We are literally called to be culture shifters. Um, and the church has forgotten about that. Um, they want to get caught in the weeds, and they want to give up their authority and hope that Jesus comes back. Um, and to those people, I say, um, if he does come back, uh, I sure hope that you have a relationship with him. Um, because when I talk to people like that, they generally do not. Um, they have a religious relationship with being a Christian. Um but, like, if I'm going to be honest, uh, in those conversations, they don't, they don't seem to me like, uh, like they have a true relationship with Jesus. Um, which is also sad, because there's, uh, you know, there's a billion Christians or whatever on planet Earth. Um, and clearly that's not real, because if there was a billion Christians on planet Earth, you'd have to each save seven people and we'd be done. <laughs> like, um... And this one's going a bit long, but I actually remember there's a footnote uh, in this text. And uh, it was really good, so I'm going to read it. Uh, it's uh, by uh, Rabbi Yochanan. Uh, he says, The Son of David will not come except in a generation which is either completely righteous or completely guilty. Uh, that's the a rabbinic um, view of the literal end of the world. Um, or the end of, uh, you know, this world, or whatever you want to say, um, in that, it has to be a generation, uh, which is completely righteous, which obviously we're not at, um, or completely guilty, which obviously we're not at, because there's always going to be, you know, uh, remnant, and there's always going to be, uh, people actually pursuing God, uh, the church can never, uh, collapse, can never be taken over, um, in that way, but, uh, we're also not, currently at a place of complete righteousness, um, or anywhere even close to that. Um, so when I read that, um, that kind of, uh, shifted some, uh, views of my own, um, of the end times, uh, because obviously there are a lot of other people much smarter than me that have thought about this much longer than me, uh, and I trust their, uh, views and their words and their opinions and, um, things like that. So yeah, these are things that uh, obviously a lot of people wrestle with and think about often, um, but literally don't get caught up in the weeds for this. Um, it's okay to think about and talk about and learn about, but if you're not focused on your mission and your calling and what the Lord has placed on you, um, and you think that learning when the end of the world is and the four different uh, views of eschatology are um, is the thing that's going to save you and others, it's obviously not like uh, you're just learning at that point. Uh, you might as well just be a philosopher, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so that one's a bit long. Um, hope it was enjoyable. And uh, yeah, as always, thanks for the comments and the uh, listens and all that good stuff. Uh, so yeah, I'll catch you guys at the next one.